welcome to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks. Arnold Reasons and Blacksmith's <laughs> Furnace. <laughs> <laughs> we have Peter with us again on the podcast. Last time was awesome, so I'm very excited. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. So I'm going to get straight into it. Okay. Because <laughs> there was something you said on the last podcast that sparked my interest. Mm. You said that sometimes when you're doing the editing, by the way, Peter, the guy that edits our podcast, thank you very much. No worries. Um, you said that sometimes when you're editing, you have conversations with us. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Even though we can't hear them. Sorry. Yeah. So I would love to hear mm. some of those conversations <laughs> that you've had with us. And I'm sure everyone else would love to too. Hmm. Okay. Um, the first one that comes to mind is, um, I think you mentioned... The black card. Oh, oh gosh. We go in there. Wow. The black card. And and the fact that, you know, in, in your estimation, and I think Arnold, do you agree with this? And I agree with it as well. Unless someone, you know <laughs> Well, yeah. And unless someone's explicitly, you know, mm. like, I'm racist and I hate you and that's mm. why I'm doing this, you don't go there first. Mm. Um when, when I was listening, I think the question I was asking was, and I think this probably came across in the last podcast as well, was, you know, are we of that disposition because maybe we haven't been through that? And could that be someone's reality where, you know, the black card would be the appropriate thing to pull in a certain situation? Do you get what I mean? Um, and, you know, do you think that maybe it's just that we haven't, we haven't had that experience? I have had that experience. Likewise. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there you go. Say, like, like, I have had that experience. So mm. I grew up in a very white school. So yeah. like I said, sometimes people are just very racist. And mm. my whole life has kind of been growing up around that kind of environment. Right. So I'm not denying the fact that people, like it happens. Mm. And yeah. it has happened to me before. Mm. But what I'm saying is that I don't want that to become my default filter. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I totally agree that mm. look, some people are actually racist. Mm. Some institutions are built on racism. Yeah. But I don't want the way that I see the whole world and the way that I approach every situation to be with the black card first. Yeah. That's why for me it has to be someone is literally like, yeah. I hate you, N word, this, this, mm. this, 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 before I'm really going to be like, okay, it's the black thing. Yeah, you know, mm. I will try every other thing mm. before that. Mm. But if it's there, let's do it. No, mm. sorry, no. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and I think even in what Tolly describes, which I agree with, I think that it's not so much about saying that the racism isn't necessarily here. No. Mm. It's more about self-assessing and not allowing your initial perspective or the first thing you think yeah. to be. Oh, you treating me different, so it's because I'm black. I'm, mm. Maybe they just don't like you. Yeah, because they don't like <laughs> you. <laughs> like, not everyone is gonna like me. Yeah, and I need for me. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. Okay. First, is it because I'm being rude? Is it because this? Is it? And then, okay. Yeah. Maybe they. Yeah. Don't, yeah. You know. Mm. But that is a good point to clarify, though, mm. because um, that might not have come across so obvious. The fact that you had that question yeah. or, mm. or you thought it might mean mm. that. When we communicated, yeah, <laughs> we, might, we might have missed that little layer. Well, so I, 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 don't even th I don't even think you're flipping uh, per se, but I think because it's it's a view that I hold as well, mm. where that would be the last thing mm. I'll point to mm. uh, if anything's going wrong. It's like, 
how could what what did I do or, or what could I have done? Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's that person's fault, what could I have done to mitigate mitigate that? Mm-hmm. So I, I do I do agree, but I think we've had sort of conversations like that before, and someone's pointed out to me that maybe I don't know that that's or or, or maybe that's not been my experience, mm-hmm. but then someone else has. But I think you guys are perfectly ex- explained that actually yeah, I've had that experience before as well you know and, and it's, you're, you're not just saying that out of no. yeah and these are conversations I have with my parents sometimes mm. right because mm. for me if I'm in a situation where it's an ongoing thing especially where there's someone who is a certain way towards me mm. for me not even just as a black person but also as a Christian mm. yeah. it's like I feel like my responsibility is to respond in a certain way yeah. and I feel like sometimes when the black card is there it's kind of like, well, there's nothing I can do. It He's just racist. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Mm. But actually, if I've done something and then I try and make it up to someone or I try and bridge that gap, that makes a difference. Yeah. Mm. You know, or if there's an underlying issue where they have a problem with something else and I try and solve that problem, mm. that also helps. If mm. I keep trying to love them through it, because yeah. it's harder to love someone when it's the race card. Yeah. Like, it yeah. really feels that way. Like, but you're just racist. Yeah. And there's nothing I can rationally do mm. to stop you from being racist mm. but what you'll find is that even with a racist person if you show them love yeah. consistently yeah. they can't help but you know like love changes the situation it does it sometimes love, yeah no it says love never fails mm. no 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 the bible says love never fails love never fails but you know like Jesus is the best demonstration and example of love yeah. to, to everybody here on earth he didn't fail, he didn't fail but what I'm saying is that if if it was the case that love always cause for the person that is mistreating you for whatever reason to change then the whole of the world would be saved that's Mm. my perspective on that because you know like the reality is we know that the bible speaks about how long story short not everyone's going to be saved no and yet john 3 16 the love that was extended by god was to the whole world Mm. and so but is that but that's I guess for me, yeah, what I'm saying is that that's not necessarily a failure, right? Because it says love and No, failure. no, it doesn't fail. It but doesn't fail. I agree with that. What was the mission of Jesus? To save mankind. Mm. And to restore us but in relationship with the Father. Right? But yeah. he did that. But it also says, God so loved the world yep. that he gave his only begotten son. Yep. That what? That whosoever believes in him wouldn't perish, but have eternal life. Mm. It wasn't necessarily to make the whole world to believe, because yep. then that's not a free will choice yeah but it's to do what was necessary so that whosoever would believe yeah would not perish and have a loss in life so so back to the point that you were speaking about yeah. with the love and the racist people yeah um the the love that we extend mm. isn't necessarily going to cause for to them change. to change mm-hmm. and that's what i was trying to get at ah, is okay. that it doesn't mean that love fails because no. that doesn't happen no but the sign of love winning doesn't necessarily mean that the result is that is the person receiving favor. it is now that's true. quitting all of the racism and that's is on side kind of thing. Mm. That's, true. that's what I was trying to get at. That's true. Mm. I get you. Mm. But I think I think as well the loving loving that person, the out the desired outcome is change. Mm. But that's not the goal. The goal isn't that you change. The goal is that I show my Christian or I allow God to between a desired outcome and a goal. Well, okay. that, that's, that's, that's subtle. Real that's real subtle. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. I think Wait, sorry, ask the question again. I need to keep up. <laughs> what is the difference between a desired outcome and mm. a goal? A, a goal in this instance would be displaying God's love through us in, in oh, you know. I like this conversation. 
I really like this conversation because I've got questions. <laughs> yeah, it would, it would be displaying God's love through the situation. You know, I'm getting all this hate. I'm still loving you through it. Yeah. A desired outcome would be change, that person changing. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my hands on my Am I, am I, am I, am I <laughs> digging a hole for myself? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no, no. This is big conversation. That's real, though, because often our desired outcome, no, mm. our goal is I'm going to make them change yeah. by loving them. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But what you're saying is that my goal is to display God's love. Yeah. And it's almost like a bonus of that is yeah. that they might change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's desirable. That's a good yeah. outcome. Yeah. yeah. But that's not my goal. No. Yeah. Because that's where the love never fails. Yeah. And what mm. was the what was the point of it happening? Mm. Right? Because if the goal is for me to show God's love, yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I'm doing. And you've achieved yeah. it. And I, but if the goal Success. is for them to change yeah. and they don't change, right. then love fails. Yeah. But that's not what God told us is the goal. No. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So the object I just wanna I just want us to just cement this. When we're loving our neighbour, when we're loving one another, the purpose or the cause, the, the thing we're trying to achieve through that love should be displaying God's love, displaying God's character. That's amazing because wow. that is how we practically also extend the kingdom of God here on earth. Yeah. Because yeah. like even with loving the the person that's racist or the person that's mistreating you for whatever reason it's true like when your mindset is i'm going to love them so that they change like the motives off your motives Mm -hmm. off when they don't change that love then becomes a lot more obvious that it was conditional yeah to begin with yeah because that love is something that depends on them fulfilling yeah and that's a selfish thing which love is not Mm. because it's about meeting your need and your desire for them and on top of that as well it's also not loving them as they are, regardless of flaws and all. Mm. And that's the way that God has chose to extend his love to us, even before we demonstrated any sign of change. Mm. For while we were yet sinners, mm. at the perfect time Christ died for us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think we might as well just end the episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm fully trying to process this right now. Because no, because I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'll be very real. Like, even in having this conversation, that's even challenging me. Right now. Because I'm really thinking through, <laughs> yeah. like, Arnold, have you been loving with the wrong motives in some situations? What was mm. my goal? Like, what mm. really has been your goal? Oh. Like, I'm, I'm, I can't even lie. I'm putting my hands um, up. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm searching myself because, yeah, man. Wow. This is real talk. That's, that's literally changed the way that I think about stuff. Yeah. Like, because for me, that whole love and earth thing is almost like, well, if you love someone enough, then they will change. Mm. And the only way that that stops is because they've died and the change hasn't manifested yet. Mm. Right? Mm. That's how I see it. Is that, look, love always wins. It mm. always works. But mm. even what you said about, well, Jesus loved all those people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. He did. And some of them didn't change. Even yeah. After he yeah. died, resurrected, like. Yeah. But he didn't fail because his goal was different. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. goal is to show the love of God so that Man. people can choose how oh yeah. so that people can choose how they then want to respond to that love. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I even see in what you just described the application of where Ezekiel and I think Jeremiah speaks about the same thing which I mentioned in the other podcast mm. about how God said that he will take out he will take out the heart of stone he yeah. will give us a heart of flesh yeah. and he will put his spirit in us so that he will cause us yeah. to walk out his ways yeah. and so the change that we're going to experience is not actually something that we did in response to him no. or in response to the love that he demonstrated so to speak it's actually something that he loved us 
he restored us in relationship with him and he then takes the step to actually action the change yeah. on the inside of us yeah. that we then manifest. Yeah. Well, one thing that I, I found myself always thinking was, if God deserves all the glory, then God does all the work. And that's exactly wow. what he does in us. It, just, just, as you, just as you've articulated, you know. Wow. Man. So, what's another conversation? <laughs> because I feel like I'm going to listen to this again and I'm going to have yeah. a proper, like, just, I need to process. But what's another conversation um, that you've had? Hmm. Oh, uh, wow, I forgot we were even doing Yeah, yeah that's what we were doing. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think through, because it's normally, the, the way I edit the process, I'll listen to it initially. And then make notes of things I need to edit. Um, but I'm normally either listening to it in the car or as I'm, I'm working on something. So it's like either I'll be shouting at the radio, like, oh, okay, okay, okay. actually, with you guys, mostly it's agreeing. Mostly it's agreeing. So that, that's fair. But I think the other, well, I, I don't know if this was a conversation, but the other thing that kind of uh, hit me and, and has, uh, I've actually seen change was you mentioning um, you get paid for the problems you solve. And so looking at work like that, if you, especially if you work for a boss or you have someone uh, over you looking at what problems of his can I solve? Because I think that's not something that's ever been articulated to me. Um, and it's always been, yeah, just do your job and do your job. And it's like, because, so back in, back in my, in my youth, I'm not that old. <laughs> in my heyday. <laughs> back in my prime. <laughs> You know, um, I was I was in the cadets in in Ghana, um, and in the Ghanaian army, it's it's very, it's it's very you, you, well. The, the way that it, he explained it to us, one of the the colonels that was in charge of us was, you don't volunteer for stuff, because if you volunteer and you go and die, that's on your head. Wow. But <laughs> yeah, but you obey without complaint. So it, it was it was one of those things where. Whatever you say I should do, I'll go and do it. But I'll never volunteer for something. But that messes you up for life. It does, it, it does. I'm thinking, I, don't, I shouldn't be telling you everything to do if yeah. you want to progress and get promoted. Yeah, exactly. You should be taking exactly. And showing me that you don't even need me to be Thank the one to tell you, you what exactly. to do. Exactly. If anything, you can be a peer alongside me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the thing is, I mean, in, in the Ghanaian army, you, you don't have the best infrastructure, you don't have the best training, yeah. you don't have the best yeah. weapons. And so it's... <laughs> You're not trying to go out to war Exactly, anyway. <laughs> exactly, you know. So it, it's, it's, it's a different thing. But the unfortunate thing was me growing up through that and, and being so influenced with it, mm. that was kind of wow. how I go through life. Yeah. Is, look, let me not go and find trouble for myself. But wow. whatever, you, whatever you ask me to do, I'll do it. I'll do it as best I can without complaint. I'm that kind of person. But then yeah. when you said that, I was like, huh. Because that then changes the way that I was looking at my work. And I'm like, okay, so I'm in a test team. What can I do to help like the test manager? Yeah. What can I do to help his job? Yeah. And all of a sudden it changes the way I, I look at things. But normally I'll be like, whatever you assign to me, I'll get it done. Yeah. But I'll never be proactive to go in and take stuff. Because if I go and take it and I mess it up, that's on me. But then it was just the wrong way of thinking. So wow. that, that's another instance in which, like, just editing, I found myself being blessed by, wow. you know, that's being amazing. able to edit that podcast. Yeah. Can I just say credit where credit's due? That was my boss. That's how, my boss. Oh, yeah. My boss yeah. is dope. And real credit where credit's due is, like, God gave me my boss. Mm. Like, my boss mm. is such a godsend. Mm. So I can take no glory for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that my boss told me. And yeah. I, it, it blew my mind. I'm like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? So, something I've been thinking through at the moment is um, I'm part of that BAME yeah. steering group thing, yeah. right? And one of the things I've been thinking about is training for kind of BAME employees mm. because even like what you just said, like there are cultural things yeah. that we learn yeah. that we don't even realize yeah. until it's kind of pointed out to yeah. us yeah. Yeah. that actually that's not how an English person mm. would consider that. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. 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 And we just kind of go along going, okay. And even just like we're taught to be obedient. If you ask questions, it's like, because why has two heads and a long tail? Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah. English people don't have that. English no. kids don't have that. So there's some stuff that almost like culturally, and that's almost why we're disadvantaged in some ways. Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not debating that there's a, there's a discrepancy between the two. There is, yeah. but why there's a discrepancy is what I'm trying to understand. And say, yeah. okay, actually, is there training that we can do? Because what you just said mm. blew my mind. Like, wow. You know, and that's what the cadets is meant to teach you how to be a good soldier. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. obey orders. Yeah. Yeah. But that thing of don't do this because if you get in trouble, it's on your head. Yeah. That will literally stick with you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because yeah. that's what they instilled good stuff in you. Yeah. But also, there's some, and that's the thing I find with Nigerian culture, for example, there is a lot about respect mm. and about honor mm. that is invaluable. Mm. I will teach that to my kids. Mm. But it goes so far. And then some of it, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm not teaching my kids that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 But it was yeah. really helpful to hear what you just said, actually, because for me, it shows that actually this is something that we really need to kind of start addressing, yeah. is that with BAME employees in particular, there is actually some stuff mm. that we don't know. No. Yeah. You know. We're not taught that growing no. up. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And also, I think even this, looking at things culturally as well, looking at how people's culture influences the way that they, they view life and the way that yeah. they view employment and stuff like that, you know. Right. It's, it's funny, there's a, there's a school behind my house and um, by the time I come home, normally the cleaners are leaving. And I got so frustrated because I realised out of like 20 or so people, because it's a big school, like 18 of them were Ghanaian. Mm. And I'm like, why, why are all the cleaners Ghanaian? Mm. And I realised that because part of our culture, probably part of African culture is, nah, just put your head down and, and do your work and then yeah. send money back home. And so a lot of us aren't as entrepreneurial, a lot of us don't want to take risks, yeah. you know? And I think um, you you and your, your missus taking on that business as well mm. was, was a big thing for me because I thought, wow. that's, that's, that's significant, you know? Mm. And that's not, that's something Steve Jobs would do, you know, kind of thing. That's that sort of yeah. mentality. Okay, here's a failing business. Okay, I have an opportunity to buy it. I'm going to take that business and then we're going to do something else with it or we're going to improve it or we're going to yeah. invest in it. That's not an African man. No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I'm putting my money in something that can fail? Because what? Actually, when you first told me, I was thinking, wow. Yeah. You need to rebuke me, yeah? <laughs> Honestly, because I thought, you're doing what? But then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, wow. Yeah. This is good. And then you said, okay, and actually we're going to make it this. We're going to yeah. ascend. Man, I was like, I need to learn lessons right now. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm sitting there thinking... Th this is how we should be like this is what people have done and you see the millionaires and you see them and you know you've got the celebrities and you've got those that get in instagram famous or yeah. whatever but then those that are doing making the bigger moves those that yeah. are creating the companies creating yeah. employment yeah. making a significant difference yeah. those are the ones that were willing to take risk yeah. calculated risk but yeah. they were willing to they take were. risk yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas you know from my culture 
nah, cleaning job is easy, it's safe. Let me yeah. go and do that. It's a small amount, but that means I'll trade more of my time and yeah. then do that small thing and send money back home. It's safe. It's, there's no risk. I can just do that. And, and we're happy. We're complacent in that. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, yeah, yeah. And you know what's interesting? Um, one of the things I'm just thinking now is part of it, I think, comes back to the fact that a lot of our parents, um, ancestors that have come over to the UK, are they see themselves as foreigners in a foreign land. Mm. And so home is home. Yeah. Because when you go back there, you see that they're very entrepreneurial yeah. mm. they don't make a song and dance about it but mm. the, the majority of the work that is done there is pretty much self-starter you go mm. and buy your chickens and then you start selling your eggs mm. you go and buy your cows and you start milking them and selling milk or whatever it is that's a very traditional thing there but mm. in a foreign land it's almost like and i wouldn't be surprised if some of this traces back to slavery as well mm. and some of the mindsets that we've created since then but some of it is almost like we don't want to make trouble yeah, yeah. or we want to do this is something that has worked for somebody so let's continue follow within the, the tread follow mm. the plan this has worked so because even when I think back on like some of the relatives that I know who have come through that same path it's very much okay I have a job here this is something that's working let me bring this person in and the whole community ends up basically growing in that area like I've literally watched even within the Ugandan community um, based that, that I've grown up around in the UK I've literally watched groups of parents shift from one industry <laughs> into another, like, and pretty much one by one, watching them go from cleaning jobs into nursing, nursing yeah. maternity nursing, all of that kind yeah. of stuff. And mm. one by one, it's a community bringing, we bring each other in, this is what we see, this is what we work, and then mm. the money we make, like you said, we send it back home to mm. the place that maybe we feel more comfortable mm. and so I wonder this isn't a conclusion that I know for sure but I wonder whether part of it is from not wanting to be seen as disruptive maybe not wanting to mess up something that is working or mm. seems to be working mm. in at the risk of basically yeah saying bye bye to it and being sent back home I don't know in it. I think mm. there's another side to it too because I think that that's definitely a part of it right so yeah. you've got your thing going like why rock the boat? Yeah. Mm. But also what you said about back home, if you want to go buy cows, you just buy some cows. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here, you've got to register for VAT. You've got to do that. Mm. Right? Think of mm. what you've gone through to get your shot. Yeah. Right? You're not going to go through that back in Nigeria. Mm. You know, the infrastructure is so different. So the mm. systems. The knowing system. the systems. Yeah. Knowing exactly. the rules. Exactly. And those are things that we don't know because we've come yeah. from... Yeah. A foreign system. Exactly. Imagine mm. me trying to go to Nigeria to yeah. do business. Bruh. Chaos. <laughs> yeah? Because I don't know the system. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, for us, it looks like there's no system. Mm. But there's definitely a system. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, you pay rent a year up front. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And for me, that boggles my mind. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. give someone a whole year. But that's normal. Yeah. Mm. You know? But yeah. we don't know the system. Same thing when people come over. The system that they know is, okay, I start working. Yeah. And I do this and I do this. So that's what they follow. Mm. And they follow it really well. But they don't know the system of becoming an entrepreneur. And that's it. It comes also down to who they're learning the system from. Yeah. Because yeah. in this world, even in this society in the UK, mm. there are levels. You understand? We all work. We live in this whole same environment. Yeah. But there's different rules for different people who are playing different parts of the game. Mm. And so, if we're learning the system from the brother, the sister, the uncle, the auntie, or the person that's brought me into this particular type of job, then that's the path the teacher can't become, the student can't become greater than the teacher. Mm. But if we're learning the system from different. somebody who has different exposure, 
it opens your world because i think that's probably one of the things like i i didn't just wake up in my room and just think yeah you know what business entrepreneur i know that didn't happen at all but i know it's probably through exposure to a whole lot of things and people that were outside of what was comfortable or use or normal in my environment Mm. and plug the exposure team do you know what right yeah one of the things i loved about what you said is that there's a community element of bringing your people along yeah right but what I feel like we don't do, yeah. right, is, okay, let's all bring each other along yeah. in drops, fine, yeah. in this, in this, right? But when someone goes away from yeah. the norm, yeah. right, and then goes and gets exposure in a different place, yeah. that's the stuff that we don't bring back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I might have gone here, and this is really what I'm feeling at the moment, like I need to start doing more yeah. of, is okay, so I've been to different places, yeah. right, now I need to bring that back to mm. my community come on mm. Moses <laughs> come on Moses come back from me <laughs> I want to get into the promised land <laughs> 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 but you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm feeling like because yesterday I like I've been thinking about this Bane training thing and yeah. this is all like I'm like okay God get it cool it's like just like bang 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 because all this stuff is just coming Yeah, and it's like I've been to different places yeah. I'm not saying like I've been to the mountain top or anything like no, that no. But like I've been places that some people haven't. have never been here mm-hmm. and, and don't like, even know exist maybe mm-hmm. this is the thing right like it's just because they don't know yeah and I had a conversation with this one guy and the reason I had a conversation with him yeah, is because this guy is a pain in my backside <laughs> like literally like like he makes so our team does requests for people so people submit a request online mm-hmm. and then we have a look at the request and then we fulfill it mm-hmm. his requests are trash every time it's just like they're wrong there's no information Mm. and it's because he gets his information from someone else and then passes it on to us Mm. so he just takes what they say passes it on to us Mm. so when it doesn't make sense and i ask him he goes oh i don't know i'm like you're literally (laughs) wasting my life yeah and so i just said to him look do you mind if i give you some advice and he's ethnic he's not black Mm. he's i don't really know what he is i think he's indian or asian or something And I said, do you mind if I give you some advice? And he mm. was open. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I said, look, when you get information from someone, ask some questions, Yeah. Mm. right? Because then when I ask you a question, you know the answer. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to then go back to them. Mm. I'm like, that's how you add value to me yeah. and you add value to them. Yeah. Because you're in a temporary role and if you want to get made permanent, you need to add some value. Because otherwise yeah. I just think, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we just get someone else to just pass on stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's like, he didn't know that. Yeah. You know, and for me, that's like, that's one of the basic things that I've learned, mm. you know, but for him, actually, that makes a difference. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I was listening to Carrie, the, the podcast, yeah, and he had yeah. this lady on and she was saying, look, you don't have to have all the experience before you help someone else. Mm. Like you can just help someone that's one step or two steps b- behind you. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be like, I've been all the way yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I'm helping you. No, it's just, I can give you what I have. And yeah. I feel like that's what we don't do right. is we don't, when we get that extra exposure, as a community we don't really share it yeah and bring it back yeah Yeah. it's true it's true so then i guess a good question right now is what are some practical ways that somebody be it a listener or be it ourselves because you know like i've i've actually genuinely been Mm. thinking through the same kind of stuff you're talking about no way uh no yeah honestly we haven't even spoken about that But I've honestly been thinking about it because, like, I've had, to, I've been looking back on where I've come from, and I think it's probably reflecting a lot from our conversation mm. um, in one of the previous podcasts about the background growing up, yeah. mm. different exposure. Like, I've become, I've really been reflecting on how do you translate that and help 
as many people as you can because there are the one-to-one conversations that may happen from time to time but what is an effective efficient way that isn't necessarily like forced but is genuine and sincere that we can bring that information back to the people that need to hear it or need the exposure or who can benefit vicariously from from the exposure that you and I or Peter or anyone else may have. I feel like especially because it's something that is now coming to your attention, it's kind of on your heart. Yeah. God will bring opportunities and you just have to have your eyes open yeah. for stuff. Like I went to Hillsong uh, with one of my friends yeah. and afterwards we went upstairs to like the little welcome thing, whatever. And I overheard a conversation where this girl said she's an analyst or something like that, mm, right? Yeah. And as she walked past me, I said, oh, you're an analyst, yeah. I'm an analyst too. Here's my LinkedIn. Yeah. If you ever want anything, just drop me a message, yeah. Yeah. right? And it's like, through that, like I've had some conversations with her about, you know, she's in this situation, what should she do, mm-hmm. whatever. And just, just, and it comes down to trying to be more generous with, your influence yeah and yeah. i think that's one of the things we talked about before yeah mm-hmm. yeah is how can i be more generous with the influence or the knowledge yeah, or whatever it is that I, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's true because there's going to be opportunities that yeah. people that you meet or that you come across that you can literally just be like yeah i can have it's like a five minute conversation yeah. you know it's not mm-hmm. and and you know what i actually really hope that throughout the remaining episodes mm-hmm. until kingdom come of this podcast mm-hmm. that exposure and sharing of information knowledge and experience is something that we would never let go of yeah. mm. because i feel like i know that even from us recording those last episodes about work and being black and so on and so forth i think there are things that i said and thought through and shared that i realized that wow never it's been that. a while since i've spoken about that at all mm. if anything if i've ever spoken about it at all mm. um and the truth is it helps people yeah. it yeah. helps people and sometimes i think you can get so caught up in continuing to go 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 progress 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 benefit from the new exposure benefit from the new exposure that we sometimes forget to really be intentional to bridge the gap between where you've come from and at least where you are Um, and i think it's that thing of knowing that where i am like i'm not saying i've reached the end absolutely yeah but actually there is a journey of where i've gone from to yeah. where i am yeah. there are people that are still in that journey yeah and actually what can i do for those people who are still in that journey yeah and not in a place of pride like oh I'm i've made it yeah no, no, no. yeah but actually these are things that i wish i'd known when yeah. i was in your position yeah because i want all of you to make it mm-hmm. you know a good problem for a company to have is look i have too many people that are good that mm. i can promote mm-hmm. because right now it's the other way it's like I have to go externally to get good people and that's Mm. a common problem is that companies have to go externally because the people who are within they're not they're not where they want them to be Mm. and if I'm already there and I can actually help I'm not only helping those people but I'm helping my company Mm. you know actually I'm making an impact on my whole company just Mm. because here and there I can have a conversation with some people yeah Yeah. I think even like even even the platform like this is so important nowadays especially where information is so readily available yeah the unfortunate thing is there's no filter on what information is available <laughs> yeah you know and so i think the more that you've got people you know willing to 
put out their ideas, put out their opinions, share their experiences mm. on a podcast. You have no idea how many people will be listening. Hear that you just sent some guy that you met um, a while back an email about wanting <gasps> to do an internship at their, <laughs> at their firm. Honestly. <laughs> you have no I'm idea the impact <laughs> the impact that will have on someone, you know. Yeah. And, and, and you mentioned that you did like a, you started your job through an, in, you did an internship Brasky. there? Uh, grad, sorry, grad, graduate scheme. Mm. And how many doors that opens or how many options that gives people to think okay graduate schemes are actually an opportunity that i can go through as opposed to just wanting to go into a business mm. or you know make the most money if the graduate scheme even maybe isn't presenting the salary that you want you recognize that this could be a it could be a doorway to get mm. in the door um, it could be an opportunity to get in the door get in the business and work my way up just mm. as just as you did so i think like presenting and even the youtube videos as well i think are, are incredibly useful because People, people have access to information. Yeah. And I think the difference that we make is making sure that there is good information there and true, available for them. True. Because the devil also presents information. Oh, he he oh is diligent in doing that. Yes. You know, and, and that's why trending on YouTube will be 10, 10 videos of nonsense. And yeah. then you might see one good video in there that you can actually take something from. <laughs> you know? But if those good videos aren't there, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a sad story. It's true, man. Yeah. There's this, um, there's this song that I love. It's called Desert Song, by yeah. Hope Song. And one of the last bits, it says, I know I'm filled to be emptied again. Yeah. The seed I've received, I will sow. Yeah. So it means like all this stuff that we go through yeah. is like seed. Yeah. You know, God is pouring that into us because, yeah. you know, it's cool with stuff, but yeah. if it just ends with us, yeah. it's such a waste. Yeah. It's such a waste. It really is. Yeah. So as you said that, I was reminded of the parable of the talents. And for those that may not know, a talent, if I recall correctly, was the equivalent of 20 years worth of salary, mm. roughly. Mm. Yeah. What? So imagine your salary times 20, your salary for the year times 20. Nice. That's the value of what one talent was. Because mm. I only saw the guy one talent and I didn't get that much. Nah. Mm. Even him with just the one had 20 years worth of salary. Significant. And... What I'm, because because sometimes when we read parable talents, we just think about talents. Oh, you're good at writing. You're good yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. But this was it was to do with holding. Essentially, money, something that was worth a whole lot. Yeah. And as you were sharing, it just got me thinking about the fact that you know, parable the talents. You had one person that was given five talents, so five times twenty years salary. One person who was given three, I believe it was two, 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 two talents. So two years, two times 20 years salary, so that's 40 years salary. And then one person who was given 20 years worth of salary, one talent. Mm. And the experience, the exposure, and the information that we may have gained over the years without even consciously thinking about it, mm. um, is something that is worth that much and more to mm. people. Mm. And it's not because those are the things that are gonna make them successful in the eyes of God, so to speak, but this is just information that helps um, people with their day-to-day living. And so in what you were sharing, I was thinking about the fact that, wow, Parable of the Talents, no matter how much or how little exposure you feel like you have at your current stage, there's something that you have which we have an obligation to give God a return on. Mm. And giving God a return on that information and exposure and stuff is actually having those conversations and being mm. intentional about sharing what we have in our possession in order to make it multiply. Mm. And so when 
UIPR or whoever else decides to look back and say, you know what, here's someone that I have an opportunity to have a conversation with. Here's someone that I have an opportunity to give these tips to. What then happens is multiplication because if that person then takes that information, uses it, invests it, gets a return and sees the benefit of it in their life, shares that information with someone else, multiplication starts happening. Mm -hmm. And that all started because one person chose to share and look back what they had with someone who maybe didn't necessarily have it. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important as Christians, we share and we share our kingdom perspective on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I was was playing basketball and I heard, I was with the guys from work and one of the guys who we play basketball with, he was looking for jobs and stuff like that. And I heard one of the other guys giving him advice. And the other guy who's giving him advice, he has like a convertible Audi. Like, guy's doing all right, mm. right? But the advice he gave him, I was like, huh? He was like, oh, you need to lie about this and lie about oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Put that even if you don't know it, put it that you know it and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, and the worst thing is like, you're going to see the guy with the Audi, see that, oh, okay, so it yeah. must have worked for him. Yeah. And that's going to, you know, mm. that's going to influence him. Mm. Get your Audi. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But actually, like, Yes, he has an Audi and all that stuff, yeah. but it's not, it's not real, it's not sustainable. Like mm. you're, it's not the right way to do things, mm-hmm. you know? So actually, even as Christians who we are meant to walk with integrity, mm. it's good that actually people can see that, look, actually as a Christian, walking in integrity, you can still be successful when mm. you do things the right way. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And I've, I've been thinking about this recently. I've been thinking about discipleship and what that looks like today. Mm. Um, and, and the fact that true disciples lived with the people that were discipling them, like mm. Elijah wow. and Elijah, mm-hmm. you know, the, the disciples and Jesus. Um, and I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm still formulating my theory on this or formulating yeah. my theology on this, but I feel like the relationship most of us have with our pastors these days is more of a mentorship pl- relationship where it's just, we meet once a week on, and bro. you give me a sermon. Hey, you're going <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't pull me out, bro. You go, you go. <laughs> but I think like with stuff like this, with us sharing our lives and, and you guys sharing your lives on, on the yeah. podcast, you could very well be discipling someone because I think a lot of discipleship these days has gone digital. Mm. And so many of us are being discipled by the things that we watch and the things that we consume and, you know, the the gamers that we idolize or the other celebrities, you know, and they end up discipling us or, or discipling people that consume their content day in, day out without even realizing it. So I think this as well is a, is a great podcast because you could very well be discipling people. The, the lessons that I've learned just from editing, you know, are, are things that, Ideally, I would be learning from people discipling me, but because we're sharing those experiences, Man. you know, we're discipling one another and 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 benefit people. Digital discipleship. That's yeah. actually, and that's it's so true because influence, like yeah. social media influences, yeah. and social media influences aren't necessarily just the people with millions of followers, but even the people that have the hundreds. The person who posted something that is yeah. on your timeline, yeah. which then influences the actions that you take. Yeah. Um, Spot, I think, wow. man, 100%. Yeah. What you said is very, very true for this time, man. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys keep on doing it, man. <laughs> keep on doing it. Honestly, because I'm like, I'm like, hold up, but I'm learning from you. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but that's that's the beauty of the body of Christ as well. Yeah. Is that yeah. you have stuff that I need. Yeah. Mm. You have stuff that I need. Yeah. I have stuff that like everybody has stuff yeah. that everybody else needs. Yeah. And that's where like the humility is so key. Yeah. Because if I get into my thing of, oh okay, you're learning from me, then I don't need to take anything from mm. you. Mm. Rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Like there is so much that I take from you. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like yeah. that flow, that reciprocal flow. It's iron mm. sharpens iron. Yeah. It's the yeah. blacksmith's furnace. <laughs> you can search it on any podcast platform. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. especially. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Are there any other conversations? <laughs> oh, I can't think of any off, off the top of my head. If I had known, I would have re-listened to it. <laughs> Just made a note every time I looked at the screen and said something. Yeah. Yeah, no. But you know, I would actually quite regularly like to have... That's you. what I was going to say. Yeah. I think that's a good, that's a good. good shot. Yeah, yeah no, I'm more than happy to. I, like, yeah, it just starts coming and say, you guys said this, you guys yeah. said this. <laughs> <laughs> because I think what it will probably do is draw out some of the extra conversation that sure. maybe we didn't have in the podcast yeah. that is going to benefit people as well. Mm. Exactly. And even benefit us as well. Because, yeah, Because I think hearing back how someone hears it, yes. right? Because obviously yeah. when we're hearing it, I'm hearing it back with knowing what I had in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hearing how you actually heard it yeah. is yeah. huge. It's yeah. so huge. Yeah, that that's really, that yeah. was really good for me. That yeah. really blessed me. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. That's good. Man. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining and listening to the podcast. Thank you again, Mr. Blacksmith Furnace. Blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> kind of needs an echo, right? It does. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we would definitely love to have you on more mm. more kind of regularly to talk through some of the conversations you have when we're not actually there yeah well, thank you guys yeah yeah no, thank you that's amazing if you guys have got anything that you wanted to contribute to this conversation please do leave it in the comment section we'd love to take a look at that respond to you yeah. and that might even inspire the next conversation that we have one of these days mm. for sure um but yeah i think that's that's a wrap Ha, 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 ha.